Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Hot and Bravo. I'm Eddie here with Kevin O'Keefe and Camille Pereira talking <laughs> Real Housewives of Atlanta season nine for Housewives History. This is part two. So if you are just stumbling across this and you haven't listened to part one yet, go back to either SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Find part one, listen to that, and then come back here and listen to part two, <laughs> because we talked about a whole bunch of stuff that went down in the ATL in the first part, and now we're going to talk about more that happened in part two. Are you guys ready? I'm so ready. Ready as I have ever been. Well, we're going to be talking about the meat of the season now, so I'm going to hand things over to our lead housewife historian, historian Kevin O'Keefe. Hello. To guide us through this wonderful journey because you, I mean, I just trust you to be like <laughs> the guide because I can go everywhere. I'm, I'm Mr. Eddie Tangent. everywhere. Eddie everywhere. That was an Instagram I had for a hot second. Then it turned to Eddie everything because what's better than everywhere? Everything. Okay. So we've got, <laughs> we've got a couple of candy family related things that we should get to as prologue for, mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm. for the big meat of the season. So we got a big fight between Mama Joyce and Phaedra. Um, Phaedra tells, I'm not going to call it a lie. <laughs> I'm going to call it a story. A story incompatible with the truth. Um, <laughs> story incompatible with the truth. Yes. That she's waiting on her divorce to be finalized with Apollo and that there's there's this waiting period that has to be gone through. Um, and Mama Joyce points out that if in Georgia... You can get a quick divorce if one of the divorces is in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow this leads to Mama Joyce saying a Phaedra, I wouldn't piss in her mouth if her guts were on fire. <laughs> oh my God. That's my new favorite like line. Do you want to do, an, do, you do an impression yeah, of Mama Joyce saying that line? <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. Um, Mama Joyce also continually brings up the guy with the grenade. <laughs> the grenade! Grenade! Uh, so she like, she like, implies that Phaedra is lying about the whole thing. She was like, on the news, they were saying he was going to blow your ass up. <laughs> She's aggro with Phaedra. I like it. But I love it. Don't worry, guys. Phaedra was protected by the Nation of Islam <laughs> in that situation. God almighty. She had so many pieces to that puzzle. Truly oh, that. Um, Candy's actually pretty good about calling out her mom mm-hmm. throughout yeah. the season. She's she like, literally pulls her away. And yep. it's like, what don't, are you doing? Don't start shit. Mm-hmm. Her in that yeah. old wig. <laughs> Old Mama Joy's wig. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Fader uses that fight as fuel. Invites Candy <laughs> to lunch to talk about their relationship, but really wants to talk about the things Phaedra thinks Candy has done wrong in the mm-hmm. past. It is a weird fucking lunch. <sighs> it's bizarre. But it's like classic housewives. You know, it's like, let's just do this here at lunch. Even yeah. though we absolutely hate each other right now. Yep. Well, it's very, it's very, um, Kelly, Kelly Ben Simone mm-hmm. and, and Bethany. Bethany. We're not friends. You right. Know? That was drinks, but still same principle. Um, <laughs> at one point, Phaedra makes the assu- assertion that she loved candy more than she loved Apollo. Which, huh? Maybe I loved you more than I love my husband. Uh, sorry. That was, that's uh, what? That's entirely not true. Like candy all but laughs at it when she says it. Like, she's like, that's very nice, but I feel like you're just saying that. (laughs) Well, she's a master orator. She's a lawyer. And a mortician. And a mortician. And a mortician. (laughs) She speaks to the living and the dead. 
And so Kenya or Candy, sorry, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Candy eventually reaches her boiling point and decides to just sort of let loose and reveals what I think everybody kind of knew. Yeah. Um, that Phaedra was talking about people talking to other men and planning her exit from her marriage mm-hmm. before Apollo even went to jail. Yep. Well, this is like, I mean, she later admits to it. Yeah, I don't feel, uh, not not many, not, it wasn't like multiple, many, but you know, yeah. <laughs> That's what she says. You know. That was a great impersonation. Thank you. Better than my mama Better Joyce. Better than mama Joyce. Um, this isn't surprising to me, but it is, it is interesting to see Candy get to that point because, you know, I feel like we haven't really seen her go that below the belt and oh, yeah. pull out these like allegations that I can remember at least. Um, so it's, you can tell that this is like, this is like intense and also more so intense because of how close they used to be. Phaedra and Candy used to be the original freaking frack. They were so close for so long. Yeah. And this is, I think just, that gets forgotten. It really does because, because so much has happened and there's so much that, that kind of helps to kind of deteriorate it. And it's been going on for seasons where they're just like, not like, what's that one season where they like, they both get invited to it. Was it this season? They both get invited to a party and they're the first ones there and they just sit at different tables. No, it's not phone. a party. It's the fucking escape room. It's escape room. Oh, that's right. what yeah. it is. I was like, I remember it's seeing like, that. It's so uncomfortable and, and strange, especially for these two people who used to be so close. Yep. So it's, it's just like really weird and sad. And obviously this is like past the point of no return when they go and meet each other. Like neither of them is willing to... Um, kind of budge on their stance and it's just not going to get anywhere. We're just not going to resolve anything. Yes. Which if they had just sort of each said, all right, we're not going to be friends anymore. Walk away from it. That would have been fine. That is not what happened. Nope. Um, so pause on that. (laughs) Let's jump over to block candy's ex and Riley's dad, Mm -hmm. who he comes back into the picture because his new girlfriend is trying to be a singer and he wants to free plug. I mean, (laughs) he wants to reconnect with his daughter. (laughs) Um, I really like how Candy handles this because she both admits that like she's not thrilled, yeah, but also doesn't want to block Rocky Riley from being able to have a relationship with Block. <laughs> she doesn't want to block. block. She doesn't want to block. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, this was wild. She record. She writes a song for Riley to record about her frustrations with Block. The, I Wait. I forgot this happened, and I w- was watching it. And I was it's like, wild. It's insane. The best part is that when Riley like meets or like is I don't remember if it was when she was meeting her dad or if it was when she was talking about like having to meet with her dad, she even quotes the song, which I know is not like that crazy because it's called Better Late Than Never, but she just goes, Better Late Than Never. And it's like very suggestive. Like it's like, I wrote a song about you. Yep. I, yep. I I loved Riley's kind of like like assertion like through this whole thing like she was very like strong in her stance like you haven't made an effort before Mm -hmm. i'm not buying this bs essentially so the other thing about block (laughs) is that he used to date portia cute and they never had sex they never had sex even though they dated for many months yep (laughs) i highly doubt that because you know portia is a freak in the sheets excuse me i believe she's too sexy to be thirsty (laughs) Well, that's a, that. It, she's too sexy. She just gets it right on up. She True. got block. True. <laughs> she got Todd. Um. Anyway, Sheree, Miss Bone Carrier, unwisely decides to tell Portia that Candy is saying that Portia and Block used to fuck. Portia gets furious about this for zero reason, and 
and uses that as fuel to get mad at Candy. Also, Candy never said they used to fuck. She said they used to date, but somehow Portia interprets it this way. I feel like this was really absurd. It's insane. Yeah. It's like, okay, uh, like what, what do you have to be mad about? That's like public information. Like people know this. Yeah. Also, why is she being so weird about like not having sex? Like, you know, like she's trying to put this image out there that she like doesn't have sex with guys she's dating for a very long time. Like this whole thing where, oh, the first time me and Todd ever had sex was this one night at my mom's house with the cameras. Like that can't be true. I mean, right. I think I don't know why Portia does this because we all know it. It is not true no. at all. You know she's she's asleep on the first date kind of girl. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Okay, so we have Phaedra Pistic Candy and we have Portia Pistic Candy, mm-hmm. which fuels the conflict <laughs> of the season. Frick and frack. Frick and frack are politically back. <laughs> they are politically back. Um, Grenade. <laughs> a grenade so bomb ass music <laughs> so Sheree once again bone carrying um, <laughs> leaks Candy's allegations about Phaedra seeing other people before Apollo went to jail Candy actually sort of gets meta mm-hmm. by blowing up that like Phaedra is one way about Apollo mm-hmm. when the cameras are on and another way when the cameras are off mm-hmm. Um, and then she also calls out Portia for knowing about the dating before Apollo went to jail and pretending that she didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, this So basically this continues throughout the season with Phaedra not confirming that this was happening, blah, 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 until the restoration in Hawaii. That fucking restoration. I can't even. Yeah. Um, and then... She actually confirms that she was talking to somebody, which Kenya wisely picks up on. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in the middle of denying something else and then yeah. accidentally admits it. She wasn't talking what she wasn't talking to like many people. <laughs> well, just, like, you, you, but you know, whatever. Wasn't talking <laughs> to that guy. But, um, meanwhile, we learned that Apollo actually has had a side chick uh, when she comes to the preview opening, the soft opening. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, so many soft openings. So many soft openings. Of old, the Old Lady Gang restaurant. Which, okay, we didn't talk about the Old Lady Gang restaurant opening. It, it This is the development mm-hmm. season. It is the dullest plot. <laughs> That's why we didn't talk about it. I mean, I was really interested in those disgusting orange chairs that Todd got <laughs> oh, for the outdoor. Uh, uh, like, what? It's, and he was $100,000 over budget? Please. He's trying to be industrial chic. Gross. <laughs> I, I did love when they were supposed to dress in the the, the specific outfits. Yep. It was like the black pants and the shirt. And then, nope, Mama Joy's got to do it yep. on her own. Yep. Yep. Um, Phaedra, at this point, is claiming, though, that she and Apollo are divorced. And Apollo is like, nope. Mm-hmm. Says he's not divorced. Um, even though he's saying he's going to marry this new woman. Here's the thing. Phaedra is awful and a liar. Apollo is also awful and a liar. <laughs> That's why they were perfect for each other. Oh my God. Yep. Speaking of, if we we just talked about the um, Phaedra read from that season, where she talks about the $10 pizza or whatever it was. Yep. But there is something that Apollo says that I've never been able to get over, where he just goes, you should wash your feet. Or something weird like that. Like, it's the most bizarre thing I've ever ever heard in my entire life he is so weird well <laughs> that's all i had to say 
You're passionate though, and I appreciate I'm very that. Passionate about it. Um, so the, the arrival of the side chick at OLG pisses off Phaedra. Mm-hmm. Um, she thinks that uh, Candy's trying to sabotage her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, so we find out in the finale, a judge actually threw out their divorce settlement. Um, so they never actually were divorced because there was apparently some misspellings and stuff like, like shady that. Shady misspelling. Yeah. Yeah. Crianta. Yeah. Yep. What? Yep. Weird stuff. Yep. Very weird. Um, wait, I don't remember this part. And then Sheree and Portia tell Phaedra what Shamia said about Phaedra coming after her husband when they were still married. Oh, okay. So oh, this is what happens yeah. during the conversation. Mm-hmm. I always forget the lead up because I only yeah. remember what actually happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So yeah, so they have that conversation. Phaedra, in response, accuses Candy of being a lesbian and being in a sexual mm-hmm. relationship with Shamia. Shamia is close with both of them, referring yep. to Candy and mm-hmm. Todd. But, as we know now, this was said when Phaedra thought the cameras were off, which uh-huh. is why she's very quiet about it and why she does the fucking mm-hmm. uh, yeah. two fingers in the hole. Yeah. Mm, so to speak. She also, like, mouths, they fuck, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, they fucking, yeah. So, so it's like, re- it's the most bizarre. You get these, like, weird, like... They had to use weird coverage. Yeah. They, they must have just had a camera, like, yeah, sitting just, like, somewhere rolling, rolling yeah. basically. Oh, my God, they're so lucky that they they're got that. They're so lucky that yeah. they got that. I can't even yeah. believe. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the best up there with. She gets her dick. Uh, uh, he gets oh, his dick sucked to uh, the roundup. I know the boys I, who did I know it. The boys who did it. These and, are just hands. And Barbara <laughs> Kay's. Uh, yes. Off camera accusation. Uh-huh. It's kind of like the best thing because it always adds something that I don't even think the producers were expecting. Yeah. But yep. this literally sets off a chain of events. Oh my god. Well, and it also sets off them consistently using Sheree's confessionals to try to fix it, which is one of my favorite things. Because Sheree is the only person throughout the entire season mm-hmm. to refer to the fact that Porsche or that Phaedra started the rumor in her yep. confessionals. No one else says. And it's just a bunch of shots of, Sh- of Sheree being like, I'm waiting to see if Phaedra will own up to her part mm-hmm. in it, but never says it on camera because nope. they don't think it's so fascinating because mm-hmm. they don't think it's been established on the show. Yeah. It's, I love it. Oh my God. I wish I could, I wish I had a like, vi- like, you know, what was that one show on Bravo? I don't know if it's still on the people's couch. Oh yes. yeah. I wish I had that of Phaedra while she was watching. That. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Can you imagine? That would be amazing because I, I think she would be in shock. I think she would lose her shit yeah like because there's no way she had a heads up she production hates her so much this season there's no way they told her nope 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 um maybe sheree told maybe sheree was like listen i got called in to do some weird (laughs) yeah some like (laughs) confessionals probably a little bit um but yeah so portia immediately goes to meet with candy and says she's never heard phaedra say anything under below the belt which is insane because she literally just did it yes but they didn't realize it was on camera um Portia later denies that she said anything to Shamia. Again, not aware that it was caught on camera. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Portia brings up the idea in a conversation with Sheree that Candy is in the closet. Mm. Which was bad. Really well, bad. because, I mean, we later find out maybe Portia's been in the closet too. I know. It's just like a weird, and and they bring this up at the reunion that that they're and using we'll be this, getting into the reunion. yeah and it's that like they're weapon. they're just using this as a weapon and it's like it's supposed to be this like you know like this thing that's gonna like ruin them or whatever but it's like it's it's not fair because first of all Candy has never been um, she's always been really open about her relationships with women and her you know 
her sex life is something that she's not afraid of sharing with people. I mean, clearly she has a sex toy line. And she's very open about that. And this just seems like this weird thing where they just want to, you know, kind of like make them look like they're hiding something. It's like also like homophobic. Yes. Like it's like, oh, Oh, this will destroy you. Like let everyone knowing that you're a lesbian. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, Phaedra. Yeah. Well, what was it? 2016 here? Twenty. Aaron 2017, but I think it filmed in 2016. We'll talk about it because I want to get into the ways in which the housewife shows deal with gays. Um, it's not good. But, um, uh, Dallas. Yeah. So, all right. So Sheree tells the ladies and uh, on a glamping trip, <laughs> the infamous glamping trip. Um, I love the glamping trip. Yeah. She, Marla walks through the darkness with only her iPhone light. Yeah. But she brings up the idea that someone is making an accusation mm-hmm. of, of uh, Candy being a lesbian. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marlo, God bless her, <laughs> says, Candy. <laughs> Are you a lesbian? And then we get the inception boom after, which is my favorite. Like, go back and watch the clip. Sheree's head whips around. She's so, like, <laughs> fucked. Uh, she's so confused. And then you just hear, <laughs> maybe my favorite bit of editing on a housewife show. Um, Portia, who is out misplaying her hand badly here, oh. keeps asking, like, demanding to know who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Who has been saying that? <laughs> Who's been saying that? And then oh, Trey is just like, it's you. And she's yeah. floored. And then the edit goes, two minutes ago. <laughs> um, uh, Kenya lives for this. Mm-hmm. I Honestly, my favorite part of Kenya this season is watching her react to Portia and Phaedra's downfall. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. She's just, she's delighted the whole fucking time. And she should be because yeah. they dragged her yeah. in the worst way. I mean, like we talked about, she did provoke a little bit in the reunion. She's sure. a little bit dramatic. But the the Phaedra thing, there was really no reason for that. Because she was texting with Apollo and apparently, and claims that it was all very platonic. Maybe she was a little flirty with him. But it was never this whole, you know, her being suggestive and coming on to him in any way. It was more playful than anything. Yeah, it was 100%. very, like, you know, it wasn't anything. It like, was shit. It was in, it- yeah. Candy has a line in the reunion where she's like, we, you know, we, we shade each yes. other, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. And I think that's kind of the core of how, yeah. of Real Housewives of Atlanta is like, ultimately this show probably has more drama than most of the housewife mm-hmm. shows do. But in, in contrast to something like Beverly Hills, it's not serious. No, no. Everybody and takes they, it very lightly. They yeah. go about it. They move on afterwards. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. I mean like watch season 10 when Nene comes back and she and Kenya who have always hated each other were able to have like, that when they first greet each other, they like Kiki and and wreck and attack. Like they're yeah. like they're delighted to see each other. Yeah, like that's my favorite part of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. What this season shows is that like it does cross a line. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. It sometimes it's a little bit too much, and yep. it hurts a lot of people involved. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so when it's brought up that Portia was the one who who made the allegations. Uh, Candy, who has never been shy about Mm-mm. being interested in being in women or having experiences with women, mm-hmm. brings up the time where Portia drunkenly made out with Candy and wanted to, uh, quote, eat her till she comes. Ugh, yikes. As evidence of Portia's hypocrisy. So this sets Portia off like crazy. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. This entire season is about Candy saying real things to these two women, yep. like legitimate things to these two women that maybe they don't like, but like they're true. Yeah. And their response being lying on grand scale. Yeah. 
Like the grandest scale. Yep. Like just making things up. Yeah. Not okay. even, no, it's not rumors. It's not now we said it. It's yep. full on lies. It's, it's like we just decide to lie about everything yeah. and it's, ruin your life. You guys tried to drug me and take me back to your sex dungeon. Yeah. Which is insane. Which like, is just so insane. First of all, that, if that even ever happened, like that is a legal matter. Like Candy could, Candy and Todd could go to jail. Mm-hmm. Like, it happened to Bill Cosby. And she even brings that up in the in the reunion that people were comparing her to Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Like that accusation, what like I love Portia. I think Portia's hilarious. She's great T T V. I've You're always alone loved on Portia. That island. But <laughs> this makes me hate her. Like this is like This is beyond. This is this unacceptable. Is this yep. is this is so horrifying. Yep. She also alleges that Todd uses the fake name Marvin to try to hook up with women mm-hmm. in New York. And says that Candy was in a relationship with a woman for seven years. Which is just baffling. Like, all of these things are just like, back it up. What are you, where are you getting this information? She literally fires off, and this, this yeah. is all in one scene. Yeah. She fires off so many lies, and then and then promptly backs it up with lines like, uh, teacup bitch, short and stout. <laughs> <laughs> and your house is the hoe, empo- uh, it was like the hoe emporium, or the house of international hoes. Like... <laughs> Well, I love that she goes, I'm from Atlanta. I know the girl. And Candy's like, I'm from Atlanta too. What are you talking like, about? Are you insane? Yeah. Like, this is called Real Housewives of Atlanta. Atlanta. It's just wild. I'm from Atlanta. No, duh, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Drink that dumb, dumb juice and hop along. So to call her out, Candy in Hawaii brings out some texts mm-hmm. uh, where Portia not only wasn't fearful of being drugged Mm-mm. or raped, but claimed that she would deny it if she brought anything up on camera. Mm-hmm. Bad play. Mm-hmm. Never leave a weapon. As we're seeing on the season of Beverly Hills, never leave texts no. in, in anyone else's hands. Nope. Yeah. You have to go Sopranos on this. You <sighs> don't speak in cars. You always talk outside. You never talk on the phone. You use code words. Yep. Insane. You have to be so <laughs> careful these days. Everything is online. Seriously. And we can find the, the receipts. Yep. The receipts, the receipts are, are real. important. Okay, so there's one ma- other major candy, Phaedra, mm-hmm. Portia Emporium uh, fight. <laughs> um, so Candy's ex-assistant and former wedding planner, Johnny, mm-hmm. uh, was fired uh, shortly before the season began. Mm-hmm. And Candy's very open about that. She's like, you know, he wasn't really up to snuff, so we had to fire mm-hmm. him. But but she also is still using him as what as an event planner. Yeah, yes. uh, the way that the way that it sounds from Candy's side is that they he wanted to go start his own business. He didn't have enough time to do the things that she needed, so they went their separate ways. It seemed very amicable from her side, or at least yes. that's what she thought. Meanwhile, Johnny <laughs> decides to. Go to Phaedra claiming unfair labor practices on Candy's part. Go to Phaedra or be commissioned by Phaedra. And, and also, Candy stole ideas from him. <laughs> oh my God. Like the, the old idea for an old lady gang restaurant. <laughs> oh my God. And a mother's <laughs> love is also his idea. Yes. But it's literally her, her life. Yeah. It's bad. It's insane. It's really bad. Um, so yeah, she claims... He claims that they were... Uh, Trying to start these businesses together. Um, Phaedra says that the candy factory is a plantation. Oh, God. Which, like, there's so much loaded in that word. Like, aye, aye, aye. it's it's too much to throw it's out so casually. so bad. She also does a, quote, unquote, sketchy <laughs> calculation 
and says that Johnny was being paid $2.30 an hour. The sketchy calculation <laughs> is probably my favorite thing that I've ever heard. I did a sketchy calculation. I just did a sketchy calculation. I'm like, on what? And what two dollars? Yeah, like seriously, an hour. Come on, come on. Yep. I I don't know Candy's book. Like I don't do her bookkeeping, obviously, and I have no idea. But what there's goes no way on. that's true. There's fun there's just no, way, no that's way. If Todd can go a hundred thousand dollars over budget at <laughs> Old Lady Gang Restaurant and her not even bat an eye, she's paying. I mean, her boy. We right. also got to think about it like this: uh, Carmen and Don Juan have been with her forever. Yep. So you got to think that she probably treats her yeah. staff well. That's all I'm. That's all I can really say about this. I. This seems just. This seems so weird and so calculated. I mean, she even brings him to another lawyer because that's apparently not her area of expertise, right. and that would be unethical. So why did Johnny even come to her in the first exactly. place? Is the question. Unless. She brought him on her. Because she really, she really does play up the act when she's being filmed in her office. And then they're like, Johnny's here to see you. And he, she's like, who? Who's Johnny? That? Oh, do I don't I know. It's Johnny. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were buddies. Yep. Come on. Please, Sarah. girl. Yep. Where's the paparazzi when you need them? Yep. <laughs> Worse is that she... Stepping out of the elevator. <laughs> she not only refers him to other attorneys, she goes to the meetings with him. Which, like, yes. if it's not ethical to take his case, it's absolutely not ethical to go right. to meetings sit in. Yep. Uh-uh. Just be an observer. And yeah. then she... And then, eventually she claims a uh, client attorney privilege with Johnny and it's like, it's Next. not your client Mm-mm. and you're not his attorney. No. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so Candy mm. eventually finds out that Phaedra has been involved in this is, is displeased. <laughs> um, and the case actually winds up holding some water because it does, it does get settled in 2018. So I don't know exactly mm. what was happening. I don't yeah. know if it was basically just pay off a nuisance suit, but, yeah. but yeah, I mean it did, it wasn't dismissed by any measure. Jeez. Unreal. Poor yeah. Candy. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, so we're next about to hit the reunion, but I would love to sort of like review the season as a whole because I, f- mm-hmm. I do feel like they're almost two separate beasts in a way. Yeah, yeah. for like, sure. Like you've got what actually happens in the season and obviously the reunion is about the reveal of that, but the reunion is also just so dense with other stuff. Oh my God, so much happens in the reunion. It's yeah. like, it was, it, I mean, it was the first four part reunion yeah. for yeah. a housewife. Yep. And it probably could be like it, it has about as much as like a really bad season of Housewives in terms of like drama. Like oh, last season Beverly even a, like, Hills. A medium, yeah, it's way more yeah. a medium season of drama, it probably compares like just the reunion. Yep. It's it's really wild. And this season, like we talked about, it's like already the season has so much. It's not one of those reunions where it's like the season was kind of meh, but something big gets no. you know, sh- thrown out in the reunion and then it's like something we, we then can look at. Right. I mean, arguably we didn't even talk enough about the accusation that it's, it, it's interesting because like the accusation gets made that, that Candy and Todd were trying to drug Portia mm-hmm. and it's almost like Candy, I guess does treat it seriously, but it's not other than that one big fight in Hawaii. It's not, that big a deal mm-hmm. in the season itself where it becomes a giant deal is in the reunion. Yeah. But it, is, I mean that fight in Hawaii is great where candy, like mm-hmm. I, I, I talk about this with friends a lot. Candy has a great, almost crying voice. Yeah. Where she sort of gets like this. Yeah. Like uh-huh. she really does. She, you can hear it on the edge of her voice. She's in that the entire time. Mm-hmm. She's screaming at Phaedra. Yeah. Like as an attorney, don't you realize how fucked this up, up this is? And Phaedra is clearly like, Mm-hmm. Knowing what comes later, Phaedra is clearly panicked the entire mm-hmm. time. She's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like, 
it, it's, she knew the whole time. She knew, and that's what's even crazier. It's she just didn't know that it was like you said, like we talked about already, that they they had that footage that they were going to air that footage that you know was going to sh- be part of a storyline. Yeah, she was just trying um, to save her butt. So she was just like, well, if I keep quiet, then you know, if they don't air it, then it's fine. We're fine. We just not address it. Um, but it's. It's crazy because Candy basically has to go and defend herself. And look, luckily she has Sheree, who is kind of on both sides, yeah. friendly with both sides. She has Cynthia, who's like, absolutely not. Like, that's too far. She has Kenya, who's also like, these people are obviously liars. They came for me. Now they're coming for you. They do this all the time. She's <laughs> um, like, been down this road yeah. before, honey. I'm like, welcome to the club. Um, so it's it's... It it's something else. It's something else, and like, it's such a it's such a wild moment, and it's not even how we end the season. No. It's like there's still more after that. There's this stupid lawsuit, which is just so dumb, but also obviously is is going after her livelihood. Right. It, it gets so dirty, and yeah, this is a so, dirty season. So dark in a way that I feel like. Housewives has gotten dark before, but it's never gotten like this. It's never gotten like this vindictive. It's never attacking their actual livelihood. It's not, it's nothing like that. And they're like, and their social standing in like everything, like these allegations, if true, would ruin someone's life because it's 100% incredibly illegal, incredibly looked down upon. It's insane. Yeah, it's, it's. Candy brings up a lot throughout the entire season, mm-hmm. especially in the reunion, about the idea of like attacks on her business mm-hmm. and her brand. Yeah. And I think that's what made this season interesting from like a Candy perspective. Yeah. Is all of the other seasons, Candy mostly stayed out of drama because she doesn't really personal squabble. She doesn't really sure. care. It's more like her own drama, which is kind of why people I think like Candy is because she does put herself out there. She puts her family life out there. She, you know, has these issues with her mom and with, you know, her mom not liking Todd and whatever else there is. But it's never really been so much about the women. Or if they are, like, at the, what was it, pillow talk? Yes. You know, yeah. it's like a that thing that That was sort that of happens. her one big fight yeah. before this. And yeah. it happens, and then she's able to squash it, move forward. It's fine. Maybe they're not the best of friends, but she can... Move, move forward yeah. it's not like this thing that drags on and on and on and is a whole season of i mean drama. that's that's exemplar in the infamous nini candy interaction where mm-hmm. they say we see each other it's yeah, like yeah. yeah they're never gonna be besties <laughs> but it's sort of like we can we can acknowledge mm-hmm. each other and game recognize game you yeah. know exactly and and what's really crazy about this is that after this season airs nini's on watch what happens live and she's literally like this is absurd i'm on candy's side 100 percent. like they should she kind of says they should be fired without saying they should be fired well she later says they should uh, yeah not not at least yeah at least portia should be fired (laughs) but remember the infamous the wonderful the perfect clip aired 17 times on season 10 of real housewives (laughs) of atlanta uh, when, when a caller asks who should be let go from the Real Housewives of Atlanta, and Nene responds, freak and fraud. <laughs> Those are the two I would lose. They are D-classing the show. They freak show the clip of her saying freak and fraud so no less times. than 734 times. I <laughs> love it. Fraudra Parks. That's what they call her. Fraudra Parks. Parks. That's good. Yeah. 
Anyway, oh. we're this episode is slightly shorter, yeah. I realize, mm-hmm. but we're about to hit the We're vein. about to we're get we're into some yeah. some real meat. Yeah. The heavy hitters, guys. This was that the was tartar, next is the filet mignon. Part two of four of parts. <laughs> you, part why, two why, of can you not, parts? why can you not figure out that there's four parts? <laughs> First it was, there will be more parts. Now it's four. We're going to have some parts. (laughs) Well, join us for the next part of the parts. And maybe we'll see how many there are. Wait, before we end. I did some sketchy calculations, guys. I'm sorry. It was just a sketchy calculation. I did some sketchy calculations how long this episode would be, and it's short. Before we end, since we have time, just for the record, the quote from Apollo was, you should get your toenails done. Because they're dirty. <laughs> what? That is a diss if I ever heard one. You find that on the streets of Atlanta, carved in stone. Well, while we're here, can I do, provided by Armin, oh, our please. lovely producer, a dramatic reading <laughs> of Phaedra's best. Since we're about to talk about Phaedra's worst ever moment, let's talk about Phaedra's best ever moment. <laughs> the read from the previous reading. When talking about Kenya... She has nothing else going on. And while she's sitting around, running around, talking about my husband and the father of my children, and she spends her weekends peddling through sperm banks, looking through catalogs to try to find a donor. Honey, you don't know if your baby daddy will be an axe murderer or a child molester, because what you will know is that he needed $10 to get him a medium-sized pizza, so he ejaculated into a cup so you can have a kid. Now, check that. Check that. It's amazing. I mean, the fact that she came up with that on the fly. Well, well, rehearse reads. Oh, well, we'll get into it. Reunion rehearse reads, courtesy of Phaedra, which honestly, Kenya calling that out is fucked up because Kenya is also very good at rehearse reads. Oh, yeah. Let's I mean, I have to say, sometimes Gone with like, fabulous. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you can like, do you guys ever like rehearse reads for people in your head before you like go into fights? Like I have every possible way like a fight or an argument can go. And I like <laughs> I don't have, fight people. I don't fight people. <laughs> but I feel like if I did, then You're I would like, probably uh-huh. think of something cool to say after it happened. Oh, I, I prep. <laughs> I've been taking my anger. Sorry. I've been taking anger management issue classes for a. Have you really? I t- <laughs> have you read? Do you have the doctor's note? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It wasn't even a doctor's note. It was like a. Or didn't call it client. Was it x-rays? Just Wasn't kidding. it client instead of patient or something? They called her something out and she's like, oh, ridiculous. my client. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the client of the doctor. <laughs> All right, guys, that's enough for part two. We're going to do part three next. And then there's a part four. <gasps> I got it right this time. Crazy. Oh so make sure you guys follow us at <laughs> H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D on Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe wherever you're listening so you don't miss the next episode. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.